before we get this one started. We don't normally do this, but for this show, as a public service announcement, this is a show for a more mature audience. I was going to say grown-ups or adults, but I'm neither of those and I suspect neither are most of you at heart. Maybe use your headphones for this show if you're around the nippers and definitely don't play it in the car with them, unless you want loads of uncomfortable questions coming your way and some new words to their vocabulary. You might also need some tissues as well because it is absolutely brilliant. It's a cracker of a show and we hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me and Ben, but more importantly, it's the Bennett's British Superbike Championship leader, Tommy Bridewell. Enjoy. Have we started already? <laughs> yeah. We'll just roll into this. Yeah, so we can, we're, can, you can, you we can do our own intros and shit, can we? Yeah. We right. can just, we'll just yeah. share ours. You get right. your own. All right then. Uh, you put me on the you put me on the spot now. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it was all right until, yeah. until we turned everything on. Yeah, until Key started getting chucked about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying um, like that's genuinely the most common asked um, thing now. It's like, oh, how's your sheep? How's your sheep? How's your sheep? And I'm like, I'm gonna shoot the fucking things. I'm gonna have to shoot them. Yeah, because just yeah. Even st- I don't eat lamb anymore since I bought sheep. I like I can't eat. I can't eat lamb. I used to love lamb. How can you look your sheep in the eye exactly and then have lamb for two? Yeah. And my niece, it, she's a real little diva actually, because she, um, one of them rammed her because they're quite aggressive actually. And one of them like rammed her in the leg a while ago, and she looked at it in the eye and she went, "I ate your baby at lunch." <laughs> and I'm like, "Mate, you can't say that," like, you know. My poor sheep. They know what they're. They know what they're going on about. You know? Just know where they are in the yeah. uh, the food chain. Food you know chain, where we yeah. are in the food chain. Horrible. La- ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Off Track. Welcome to uh, Brands Hatch. Uh, this is fantastic. We've started already, as you can tell. Uh, my partner in crime, as usual, Ben Curry. But delighted to say, the Bennett's British Bennett's British Superbike Championship leader, Beer Monster Ducati PBM, Tommy Bridewell. Thank you. Right, that straight was a, off a yeah. triple, mind. Yeah, yeah, straight <laughs> off a triple. We've got him hot. As triple well, whammy, straight off it. Yeah. Hot off the market. Yeah, yeah. Look. Tell us about it. Wow. So if we rush over the motorbike side, then yeah, exactly. Yeah, getting into the juicy gossip. No, the, the bike side's been good, hasn't it? It's been a good start. Um, been a mega start to the year. But it's weird because I sort of say start and we're already five rounds in, ain't we, you know? Um, I just, a little bit of a slow burn. I've just been keeping my feet on the ground, keeping a bit quiet. And I said to the team after Knock Hill, I said like, you know, we, we were strong at Knock Hill. And I was like, I think now is the time I'm just going to force the, the, the um, what's the word? Like, you know, force the the process a little bit more. Um in snet was that really it was nice to get a triple i must be honest i've been trying for for years now and it's one of them things like i want to become british champion but also you it's nice to tick off that first triple so yeah credit to credit to the team it's it's weird because i always allude to like poker doing you doing like uh, winning a race when you've now got like two and then three races if you win the first race, you've showed your hand. So everyone knows what you've got. So you then got to think, right, I need to change my bike. Because um, if I don't change my bike, they're going to know what to expect in the next one. Or I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And Snet was the opposite. Snet was like, do you know what? Bike's amazing. Let's just roll and just roll every lap with every race. We we changed the bike minimal amount. But the beauty of it was, is the situation in the scenarios of how the race is planned out were very different. So it allowed me to almost fox them a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was nice. Nice to get the triple win. And um, 
just extend the points lead, really. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? Do you think the um, season feels a little bit like it's only just getting going because of the way pre-season sort of went? Uh, it's weird, isn't it? Because um, I feel worn out already. <laughs> like now we're only five rounds in. Yeah. No, it's it, you know, like it's like everything racing that the the mental strain makes a massive impact. Um, just everything out of racing, it's like. Everyone says, oh, racing, racing, racing. But it's the out of racing that I find more difficult. I find it, you have to go training. If you want to succeed, you have to go training. And then I'll wake up so exhausted. Because it's like the other day, this is the more, more uh, um, what's the word, the more uh, interesting conversation. The other, podcast got, but yeah, <laughs> but it's like the other day, I was like, ah, oh, I better go training. So, so Tuesday, I normally train Monday, Tuesday. And then, and then I'll recover then leading up. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to get my JCB done on Tuesday. So I couldn't train Tuesday where I should have trained, really. But I had to do the wheel bearings because the wheel was about to drop off. Anyway, that was all day. And if you imagine a big JCB telehandler, the wheel then fell on me. And I was like, fucking hell. I was like stuck in my workshop with this wheel half on me thinking. And I got blisters everywhere. I was going to say the bad with them but i got blisters everywhere cuts up my hand there was blood everywhere and i was like oh fucking hell this ain't going well so then i had to train wednesday instead but that's the hard bit the training is a hard bit i used to love it i used to be really full-on triathlons and da -da -da. as you get older it gets a little bit more of a chore so i now do my training i'll train minimum once a day but i just do enough to allow me to be what i need to Instead, I don't need to. It's like a, it's like a runner. If you're in a, if you're a hundred meter runner, you don't need to train uh, for a marathon, do you? You wouldn't do it. Whereas at the minute, I my races in British Superbikes are X long, so I know if I can double my race distance with my trainers. So if my races are thirty five minutes, if I double that at a high level, then I know within that race distance I'll be fine and should recover. But yeah, season's been going all right though, hasn't it? You've you've had worse seasons. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? I've had a I've had a good touch wood. I've had a good run for a number of years, really. Um, in 2019 was obviously where. Well, 2018 was when I joined Motor Rapido, um, and I can remember I was in Japan, and it all went to shit. It just racing was just really tough, you know, just a slippery slope of going the wrong way. Um, in, in 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 the respects of my effort in in my work ethic has always been the same, but sometimes you don't get that opportunity. And just by chance, it just worked out that I was in Suzuka. I was doing the Suzuka eight-hour test for Suzuki, um, and it was brilliant, riding well out there. And then I I can remember the time difference, and I, my phone pinged up. I don't know if it was Stuart Higgs or or someone saying, um, "Get on the phone to Will from Rapido. I was like, oh, what's going on there? Anyway, then I see obviously there that um, Taylor it, it, in Wilf it, it sort of split, and then I can remember meeting Wilf in eighteen, the end of eighteen, and it was like, look, this is just a one weekend trial period. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I said, trust me, you won't want to get rid of me. And he's like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We just really need a rider at the minute. I was like, nah, that's fine. Anyway, four odd years down the line, to be fair. Um, he actually says to me, like, oh, you're nowhere near as bad as what people actually make out. I'm just very passionate. I'm very passionate about success. Um, and if the team have the same ethic,
ethic, then you're all on the same page. It's when it's when people start thinking they're better, i.e. me as a rider, I'm better than the team. I'm not. Without that team, you'll know when you, you can't succeed, you know. So yeah, it was a it was a good good partnership with me and Wilf. And then in truth, we mutually just said for this year, look, um, I'm quite a believer that you can stay a little bit stagnant in the same environment. And obviously with having four years with the team that I didn't, we didn't get stagnant by any way, shape or form, but uh, I felt it was good for them to have a new, new sort of faces. Um, and it was good for me to, to take that next step for better or for worse, you know, in truth. But yeah, no, so it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I love these chats because um, you're almost like asking yourself questions and then you go on and talk about yeah. another element, which is me, because we can just listen to you talk oh, all day. Don't, just, no, don't. when I start, let, I don't start. But that, it's, 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 it's yeah. proper cool. And I, and I love, I had, I've got so many questions just off what you've said there, which is annoying because it's like, fuck, stop. I want to ask now that. But it's brilliant. No, it's brilliant. And um, I think, just recapping on that a little bit, um, which was cool to hear you about your training side of things because people fucking take it out of control, yeah. don't they? And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that probably think they're professional cyclists or professional tri you know, triathletes, these sorts of things, mm. but they're not. They're professional motorcycle riders yes. and yeah. that's what they got to do. So that's cool to see how you've changed that. And I think looking back at it a little bit, it's interesting seeing how your career sort of developed. Um I mean, you've been around the game long enough. Uh, you know, I've been over here for a while now. And when I first got over here, um, Tommy Bridewell was a, it was a big name. Um, yeah. But you were kind of, you were in between a few teams. Yeah. You're a bit of a journeyman. You know, you're yeah. there, but you're kind of not the, the boy. Yes. And then Moto Rapido came along um, and you really established yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's where, to be fair to Will, that's where... And obviously now you're riding for him, but you 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 find that it's a nice sort of steady, strong environment, you know, um, with with Baz and Joe. Obviously, I know Baz isn't there anymore, but Joe is is obviously one of my mechanics back then as well. And the bike never missed a beat. Great, great guys, you know, um, really good guys. So, and that's what you need to to build. And like you say, with racing, with we're sorry, with with training. The only th reason I changed it because i soon realized that me cycling 100 miles a day or running a marathon a day didn't make me any more prepared i everything in this game is all what's in your head mm. you know everything is what's in your head so i also know that if i am being lazy and i think oh i can't be bothered to train today mentally it destroys me so i know that whatever i need to do for my brain mentally I, I didn't need to train on wednesday but i can remember laying in bed uh at like half six in the morning thinking oh, no i i need to just get get in go swimming this morning and if i didn't go swimming it would have it would have dragged me down all day mm. um so training for me is just purely for mental you know if you said to me right let's go and run a marathon now running i'm all right if you said right let's go and cycle 100 miles <laughs> yeah good great chat mate yeah kiss yeah, my ass <laughs> yeah. yeah unless i can ride my electric bike but yeah. um you got to do stuff that because that's going to take away from the goal which is yeah. being fresh tomorrow two yeah. long free practices yeah. doing lots of laps yeah it's what you want to achieve let me put that on silent. Is that, yeah. that ping in a drive? You're mad, run it. You know, um, you, know, you know these naked forfeits we were talking about yeah. when you walk through the door? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. one of them. Trust me, Stacey, and Stacey keeps texting me saying, 
Dan, you're underwear, yeah? <laughs> it's time to come in. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching live. Podcast yeah. is only just going to get going. Yeah, it? It. We yeah. could have unlocked a whole new side of podcasting. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Could do start, some like start swinging off with podcasts. We could do that. <laughs> you could commentate while shagging, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah, if you did something like that, I mean, I'd be as, as the host. Yeah. You know, I just get to sit and the voyeur. Wow. No, I'm just watching. Correct. All right, okay. I'm yeah. watching. I'm, I'm very happy with, with what I have, as we all are. Yeah. As we all are. However, is that a performance related <laughs> worry or is that <laughs> when you lot are watching? Yeah. yeah. In my physique and my my oh, physical so. nature. Then start don't talking think about so. shagging because then that will be it. I'll be freaking gone then. Yeah. No, but yeah. we, we know people who know people at OnlyFans. Oh, really? So, yeah. So we could get an OnlyFans spot. This is going downhill rapidly. Only we could get. Not to just, bake. Yeah, it's not just a porn stuff. Yeah, they like wank off bananas with their feet and stuff, don't they? Basically, yeah. And yeah. Well, There's all, weird that, you can it? think of the weirdest thing possible and there is every chance it will be on OnlyFans. I don't know. So I, I can re- think of some weird <laughs> things, man. Very weird things. What's the weirdest thing you can think oh, of? Oh, trust me, yeah. You wouldn't be able to put it on the podcast, definitely. Yeah, definitely wouldn't. You said talk about anything, but not No, I, I know, I can't. I thought that then, and I thought you definitely couldn't put it on podcast. I should ask you, really, but I can't, because trust me, you wouldn't well, be able to. Well, we can cut it out. So no, just... you can't. We no, can make, can't. Cut it out. We can make it a reel. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad that it's all most like and you can only ask people it when you're, you're like thinking about it so hard i know i'd be like fuck i'm like shut up fuck's sake because i'm gonna ask like, yeah. no no no, no. We do, we're doing the tommy thing keep him talking because eventually yeah it's gonna exactly come out. yeah exactly he says it no but I no if not. we ever want to do an only fans podcast then yeah the, the guys at american racing who were backed by only fans yeah because that's because hopper is he invested into only fans didn't he I, well that's what i, I believe. believe so yeah yeah, I think so. there's something. Either, yeah. It's either him or Etan who is the team owner. Right. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was one of them that I think invested I'm so, into sorry it. Sorry if I'm moving. Like, I feel like I'm 12 years old. Like, yeah. I, I can't touch the ground. Like, you know what I mean? I feel so uncomfortable. Back. I don't know whether to sit like this. <laughs> Sit like yeah. sitting here, but then I'm blocking the camera. He's talking so, about OnlyFans and swinging. You're getting all excited. <laughs> He's starting to get a bit sweaty yeah, down the exactly, bottom yeah. end, isn't he? Yeah. Um, one, th- uh, one last question on the race until later on. Yeah. The one thing that the biggest question that I would like to ask you, compared to all the other seasons, there's something different about you this year, and I can't quite put my finger on it. What's changed? Um. Uh, genuinely nothing's changed for me um but i i did make a comment before the season started uh that i wanted a bit more pressure on my shoulders i wanted a bit more expectation um it absolutely loved like you know motorpedo and that but i was probably a, a, a bit too negative for my own self really because um I'm never happy with second. I'm never happy with third. Uh, and I felt bad because I used to drag them them down a bit, you know, because we finished second, we finished third. They should be ecstatic. And I'd come in furious. Um, and they would be happy. And I'm like, oh, why are you happy? You know, whereas as much as now I'm happy if I finish second or third, my expectation is to win. Um, and maybe that expectation, that added pressure is perhaps what's, what's ignited um that bit i needed i guess but but nothing's changed like every every day you know i do the same stuff we've got a bit of land in the you know like the maintenance of it, it it keeps me going um and it's nothing's changed i was doing the same previously 
it's just maybe in red. I don't know. Is their expectation is the, the beauty I had joining PBM is is I'm a win win. I was already already at a win win. Do I do I join them when when Scott is just won the championship? Um, I have to win. You you have to win. Whereas obviously they've had a tough couple of years. Uh, so for for me joining them then, I was at a win win because I was top Ducati before that and and still able to 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 be able to say that as such so a long-winded answer to your question is nothing's changed but i do need and still do need to probably believe in my own ability a little bit more a little bit more because sometimes i do not doubt myself because i know how strong i am and i can be but you've got to believe in yourself a bit more on a more regular basis and i think i think as soon as i start believing in myself a bit more I can go the next step again. And that's really like it's snap. Um, I can remember like a, a, a ruin, so to scoop. I can remember um, being in race one, riding around, did a felt good, saving me tyre, sat there, no problem. And then Glenn come past me um, and really put the hammer down. And I was like, oh, bloody hell, okay. Oh, he's got some pace here. And really made me work hard, really made me work hard. And I can remember saying to myself, um, coming into the, in one of the, the, you got Agostini's and then left there and I swear a lot anyway and I was like like fucking no matter what I'm winning this race no matter what like you know um and I know I made a comment with Eurosport about it and, and it, it it is fact it's true what I said is what I is what I am um you but you just gotta believe in that you, you know it's so easy to go fuck I'm on the limit Ah, second, you know, I was on the limit, but I was second. But there's always, somehow there's always a little bit more. It, it, you know, it's fact. I don't know how, but in somehow, somehow you are always on the limit. But when you're, it's like, I allude back to 2000 in, when was I with Supersonic? 2012, I can remember back then here at Brands Archer, a fast lap time was like, would it have been... 27s or something like that and i can remember i hadn't finished on the podium all year i was chasing tommy and the last lap of the race i did a 126.4 now if you put in a brand new set of tires um you i couldn't do that with new tires so why have i been able to do it with old tires same person same bike bar bar, bar my tires are fucked but you ride somehow and you carry the momentum you 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 know i when I ride normally, there is nothing in my head. Like some some riders perhaps ride with stuff in their head. They might be thinking more. They might, I don't know, might have distractions or whatever. But honest to God, there is nothing in my head. But then I know nothing bar motorbikes. Like, you know, I'm, I, it sometimes it, it, it upsets me how stupid I can be because I'm like, I wish I knew a bit more, like about the world, about the world, really. And I'm like, fucking hell, I just, just motorbikes. That but is you, it. You must know a fair bit because you you not you don't eat lamb now. Wow, yeah, but it's only because of bullshit. So, <laughs> it's only because of bullshit. So you're obviously jumping on the fucking bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll be a vegan <laughs> next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go up Stonehenge on. I drive past Stonehenge on the way here, and I'm gonna go and kiss the stones and hug them and stuff. <laughs> Do you know? Jokes aside, um, they they obviously like they're hippies, isn't they? Like you know, um, don't have tax, don't have MOT, don't pay any tax whatever anyway they they have orgies fact up on in <laughs> the back on this yeah show, back to shagging <laughs> say, oh, yeah, shagging obsessed 
No, they do. My uncle, bless him, God rest him, uh, Uncle Gorley, he went up um, on Ranway Hill and Devizes because eight years ago, when the summer solstice used to happen, they used to all get up on Ranway Hill, get stoned out their bloody head in just an absolute free for all, like a bloody, like a lucky dip, I suppose. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. unlucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next, but no, um, yeah. So anyway, that was that. Look. Um, yeah, I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm taking mental notes and I'm yeah. thinking, I reckon I could be your therapist. And oh, I, fuck I, it, I, I, I mentally scar you. No, 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 no I tell you no, why. Because yeah, you, yeah. No, you, I tell you what, when you get talking, so good to listen to, but you're almost, um, you almost answered a couple of like my questions while you you talk because you said the big one was what's changed. You all said nothing's changed, but I think a lot's changed in the sense between your ears. Yeah, you almost got to the point now where right, it's PBM. If I'm not doing it now, I'm yeah. never fucking doing it. 100%. So there yeah. you go. There's a change mentally. Yeah. I think there's been a lot of little mental changes by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, that Hence why I said being your therapist. I just think that subconsciously has happened. Yeah. Um, you may be unaware of it. You probably are aware of it. But I think it's added up to this great thing this year where yeah. you've got, you've you've had the solid years, man. You've nearly yeah. won a couple of championships. You've been solid. Um. But now, like that race at that that race at Snet, where I know you, it's if people that probably listen think, "Oh, that's cocky," and I, I'm, there's no, it's easy to say now, sat on the couch. There's no way I'm losing that race. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, you were fastest guy all weekend. Mm. You had the momentum. You were leading the race, and you, Glenn, like no disrespect to Glenn, he'd been nowhere yeah, up yeah. until that point. So when he'd come past you on the same bike as you, mm. knowing what you'd know, because you know a lot more than we know, because you sat next to him in yeah. the garage, you've gone, no fucking chances. <laughs> yeah. No well, chances he beating me. Yeah. And then you've gone and beat him. Yeah. But you've gone and beaten three times. You beat everyone three times. So I think, I think there's a lot, there's a lot in yeah. that. There's yeah. a lot in that. I do, I do agree with you. Cause like you say, I, I genuinely, um, I understand a bit about like your subconscious in in all that sort of stuff. In like you say, sometimes you're not aware of what's changed. In in sometimes you are, um, but uh, for me, it's just that that relaxed environment with um, with that pressure. Like I joked, I joked to my team that I hate morning warm up. It's like nine o'clock, nine thirty, and I'm like, oh, I'm half asleep. I hate it. Whereas it's snack. Um, I actually topped morning warm up, and and it wasn't because I wanted to. It was just the ball was rolling, and you got to keep it rolling as such. So, yeah, maybe them all them like you say all them little things add up. In in that is perhaps what makes that big that bigger effect towards the end of it. For me, I agree with that completely, and especially with what you said. Looking from the outside in, there's an air of confidence about you that we've seen all season that we've maybe not seen before. That you mm. you've had it, yeah. But you've not been able to show it. Well, actually, that's what I was, I was almost when you when Ben said about it then. Um, it's it's a bit like when I won with Motor Rapido uh, at Alton Park. Won both races on a Sunday. Um, and Just people fucked like, off, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and people were like, "Why can't you do that next weekend?" And I'm like, well, "I don't know how I did it that weekend." Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't. I, I was just about to say this. You were saying what? You know, I think this year you. Th- on your bad days, you're third. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're there where you're not ninth. 
you no. just got this random ninth place. That's it. You go yeah. and win two races on the Sunday. Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, in in honesty, that is genuinely, like I say, probably where the biggest changes come because. I could win both races at Alton, um, and is that because it's Alton and I've had great success there and I'm confident and I know I can win there? But when I when I rode off, for example, in one of the races, I literally rode away from him. I was doing 34 flat, 34 flat, 34 flat, 34 flat, 30, and I was like, it's not even hard. And I, <laughs> I don't like say again, I don't say it in a cocky way, but I was riding with self confidence probably without realizing and just literally flowing, and then looking at my pit bull going plus eight thinking <laughs> i wish they were all like this yeah. but then the next week the, and this is what's always always hampered my championship because in truth in 2021 it was down to me and taz um and obviously taz you know got me uh at the end but really what done the damage was donnington because um we had momentum on him. We we were faster than him because obviously the showdown always was in practice. I don't know if it still is, but was I think it was like Alton, Donington, and then Brands. Um, Alton, we were we were a lot stronger, you know, miles miles ahead. But then Donington, I I was beaten in some degree before I got there because the bike notoriously is not very good there. I'm not always the biggest fan of Donington. Um, so I was like, oh, this is going to be such a hard weekend. I love this place, you know, so we bounced back this. But the damage was done, you know. By that stage, he had, he had put a 30-point lead into me and that's it, game over. And I think, like you say, going in back to this year, I think that's the difference where I've gone to Silverstone thinking, not a good circuit for Ducati, but still finished on the podium all three races. Donington. Oh, it's not a great circuit for Ducati, but fought two for now, right to the end for the race win in every race. You know, um, arguably we probably would have won the second race because Cole crashed, but obviously we had a mechanical. So, but all them little things adds up to con, you know, your confidence building and building and building to then go right. Like I said, going back, going right now it's net. I believe in myself. I know I've got the bike. Now let's do it. You know, and I can now tell you how I won them races. Whereas previously I couldn't have told you. So, well, that's a let's have a brief. That's an absolute, <laughs> that's an absolute golden feeling. Yeah. It? When when you decide, right? Yeah. Time to light the candle now. Yes. The bike's where I want it to be. I'm feeling good. All the chips line. We come to a good circuit. Let's fucking go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then to, yeah. then to go home with three first places. Well, you, that's yeah. what dreams are made of. Yeah. You can't write that. I shit. chucked all the other second place trophies out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck off, rubbish. <laughs> No, but I think you also got to remember nowadays in in any category really. But yes, in in super sport, in super bike, in in super stock thousand, you do really need to appreciate the 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 podiums, you know. Because honestly, if you're podium in in any of the categories, really, you don't. Again, as a racer, all you want to do is win. But you also need to appreciate that a podium nowadays is is a Fuck it, takes some doing, you know, it takes some doing. And Superbikes is getting stronger, Super Sport, Super Stock 1000, all these categories are, are full of fast riders, you know, young, older, all of them. So like, look look at BSB, you've got Haslam is, I think, is he 40, 41 now? 40. 40, 40 yeah. yeah. And I think, is Josh 40 now? I think yeah, he was 40. 40, this... aren't they? I, think. I, think yeah. I heard something on the, 
uh, commentary combined age of 80 it was Quick <laughs> mask. <laughs> yeah i don't know me times table or me well, alphabet there's a, there's a lot of experience isn't there yeah there's a lot of experience in all the class like yeah my class for instance like i've spent a fair few years there i've gone to world championship come back luke stableford he's a former yes. champion yeah, yeah. tom booth amos he's racing regularly at the yeah. front of world super sport and over here yeah so there's there's depth in all of it in in, in across the, the board exactly. of course it is lynn foot's look- now in Superstock, that's super it. Like Billy McConnell, Alex Olsen, you know, I watch it and I hear all these guys and you think, fuck it now, like, you know. They bars with them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think, oh, I wouldn't want to do Stock Thou and I wouldn't want to do Super Sport. And I'll tell you what, I'll just stick to Superbike because that's what I know. I've, I've genuinely, since 07, um, when obviously we I lost Ollie, luckily enough for me, I was uh, Tony G, who was the owner of um, the team then, basically said to me, look, I'll support you for as long as you want, wherever you want to go. Um, and I can remember ringing him saying, look, in two, I think it was like end of 07. I was like, do you know what? I want a fresh environment. Let's go and do the Italian superbikes. And it's the best thing I've done because you travel, you you see different faces. No one's going to me. Oh, sorry about this. It was just such a good environment. Loved it. Um, and it's them sort of experiences that that build you as a character, build you as a racer in, in all of it. And no different you coming over here. The commitment you've had to make, same with Brooksy, same with all the guys that do it. We, we're we British, so we don't, you know, I, I, this is where I live as such, you know, but you guys have made the commitment to to follow your dreams, you know, and that, and that is fact, isn't it? Mm. So, and that's the commitment. It's like going back to training. It's not always about who can run 100 miles and who can only run 90 miles. If you're that committed, then it, it, it will pay off. It's fact. And it's like everyone goes back to, you know, um, hard work will always out outdo talent or whatever. Like, you know, so if you can mix a bit of both, that's where you've got your best combination, aren't you? Yeah, I think like touching on that bit, us guys, we travel across the world. We literally leave our whole family, friends, everything. Bloody tax invaders. <laughs> <laughs> everything we know, we, we leave it back there. And um, I actually think people go, oh, it must be so hard. But I actually find it a little bit of an advantage yeah. because of what you said there is like, Every day that we're over here, we get reminded while we're here. Yeah. And yeah. so if you don't want to do it, you just fuck go home. Yeah. yeah but yeah. when you're a fair way into your career and you're like, I'm still loving, like I'm grinding. I'm, when you're washing cars in the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah. I'm on the bones of my ass, but no, I'm absolutely loving it. And um, I think that's a little bit of an advantage because I live and breathe it every day. However, the, the tough bit would be on your off days. You'd yeah. love to just drive home with your old man or your mum. Yeah. Just get, get away from get the away, racing, yeah. but you're you're stuck in your own thoughts. Obviously, I've got a you know my wife now over here. Um, we've grown together over here, which yeah. helps. But that's probably a tough bit. I think it's a little bit of an advantage sometimes mm. if you use it well at the track. Yes, because it's like yeah. you know why you're here. This is why we're here. Yeah, I've come all this way. I'm fucking taking this opportunity. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, and you got to. You got to because if you don't, the next person will. So that's where you've got to maximize. Just every walk in life, you know, every walk in life. Like I, I, I could be the most hated person if I actually spoke a lot of my mind. Um, unfortunately, because I'm not. A ma- I listen to the news and I watch it, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, they're on strike again, and he's on strike, and so this, basically, and Wilf on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just it's hard. The way the world is now is 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 very. Um, if you're a very happy person 
the world can soon drag you down. Mm. And I think that I'm you a up. very happy person because I appreciate for everything we've we've got, we've worked for and so on. But it's like that happy person, it then meets the the person that hates to see someone happy and they'll soon drag that person out. It's like, fucking hell, it just... Hey, yes, that's just the world we live in, in it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's, no, thank you, mate. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's it's a hard world to be positive in. Yes. With yeah. so much shit going on, scrolling through social media, somebody's always got an opinion on something, and it, we, we get it from time to time. Like, why are you always smiling? Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't owe anybody anything, especially in the paddock. I can walk around. I can talk to anybody. It's like, do you know what? I don't care. No. No, no. I just want to be happy. I'm not going to be here forever. And, and, and I, I get on really well with Steve Rogers. And it's kind of like, um, obviously, we, me and Jason had that little coming together at Alton last Did you? year. Yeah, yeah. He I turned miss, in on me. I missed I miss, <laughs> yeah. I miss, I miss that. What yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, it, it, I'm, I'm for the for the team I'm riding for. I'm all in, full on, like you know. And I said to Steve, look, Steve, I think you're an absolute great bloke. But remember this: that I'm not here for you. I'm not here for anyone else but to succeed for my team and me. So unfortunately, yes, you're on the wrong side of that right now. But I fucking don't really care, you know, because that is the only way to succeed. You can't, you can't like, I've never had friends in racing, you know, and I don't, it's not because I, I don't want friends. It's just a fact of when I ride out of pits, I don't need to say sorry to anyone. If I sit them up, if I hold them up, if I run wide or whatever, I'm just like a lone ranger. The only person I, I sort of probably was closest to was, and if you, you're going, I'm going to make you listen, Martin Jessup. Um, <laughs> Jessup was, but luckily for me, he was, uh, he was just never a, a threat, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> I know, exactly. Horrible. He used to text me actually saying, what time are you leaving pit? Honestly, what time are you leaving pit lane? And I'd be like, X amount after the green flag, let's say. Next minute, I roll out of pits and you hear him, whoa, whoa, come tearing out behind me. The amount he used to follow me. Anyway, about half a lap later, he was dis- he disappeared because he, he, couldn't, couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't keep up. Yeah, His tongue was in the spokes. So he had too many ciders at, too many ciders at night. Yeah. Well, this is what you said before like, about Snetterton. He's like, if I have to ride through somebody, yeah. like, that's what I'm going to do. And yeah. that's that confidence thing again. Yeah, You've it, never come out with that before. You, I wouldn't. I, I say yeah I, I wouldn't purposely yeah, disclaimer everybody yeah exactly not yeah. literally for yeah. god's sake no, but I, yeah no put your comments in yeah, and tell him he's a dickhead because yeah, it, it helps the algorithm yeah exactly yeah don't <laughs> um, unfortunately I don't use Facebook bar Facebook marketplace uh, Stacey my wife does a lot of it um, and she's like mm, better hide that comment and hide that one and hide that one and hide that one and I'm like Stacey I don't care like you know because the day I worry about that is, it, it, you know, I just don't. But I do want people to realise that I would never ride for anyone because I'm also the most aware person that the sport we do is so dangerous. So I don't want to see any rider injured, especially if I've helped cause that. So I would never, ever be able to live with myself. Um, it's just probably, like you say, a bit of confidence in me going, oh, I can take on the world. I'll ride for anyone. You wouldn't. <laughs> just on a completely separate note what happened with you and Tito at Snatterton he turned in on me <laughs> what did I miss what did I miss I hit him didn't I did you take him out no yeah, no I nearly oh. coming out of the bomb hole into it coming in yeah yeah 
bomb. In the, going into the bomb hole. Yeah. You, you tell us about this. You yeah. It, uh, do you know what it was? He went down the back straight, went left in chicane, and then right, but then like almost had a big moment and I and, and was wide and he'd, he'd lost all his drive and I also had a perfect like clean line and I know that if someone comes out there loses all their drive and you get a perfect drive just and just about you can oh nearly, shit I remember now that was massive yeah, yeah, yeah you can nearly nearly get them you can at least because I pass I pass Glenn there like you know in, in one of the races so it is doable um, but two wheel drift yeah exactly well that's what the team said to me after they went Oh, I think I think Tommy, you must have had a problem because when you turn in, for some reason, the rear locked up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I had a problem, definitely." Yeah. <laughs> and then about yeah, ten minutes, one. ten minutes later, James, my electronics technician, come up and went, mm, "Actually, I can see it was probably the twenty-five bar of rear brake pressure you pulled because it was <laughs> panic like, stations. It was literally like I thought I was fully committed, and I thought that's fine, I'll get past him, and then all of a sudden, he didn't have as big a moment as I anticipated in my head that he was having. And um, he just underestimated Tito. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you He's thought, right, I'll have him. Yeah, no. um, anyway, yeah, that was, fuck, that was close. Very close. I thought we were down. I must be honest. I had three massive, massive moments at Snet, all in the races. Two were thanks to your teammate, actually. One was my own fault. He nearly hit Tito, or did hit Tito. And then uh, second one, obviously i wasn't i must have been invincible or invisible if the word is um because christian pretty much rode straight through the side of me and literally lifted the front wheel off the bike and i was like fuck that was so close luckily i dropped enough time that by the time i had recaught him i had calmed down enough and then the <laughs> yeah. third time let him off <laughs> yeah exactly the third time uh i went into turn one off the line good start turn in absolutely perfect sat in and then whack and i was like Fucking literally ripped the arm, the, uh, my elbow slider off my leathers. Your fucking teammate again. <laughs> and I was like, he has one big vendetta against me. So I couldn't let him off of that one. So I did have to sit him up into the left-hander. Um, so yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, not yeah. sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm moaning at you for that now, actually. Yeah. So, oh, I'll yeah. have a chat to him tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So go harder next time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Tommy called you a dickhead yeah, last dude, night. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. mega. Fair play to Tito. He kept it pinned. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah he had a go. He, he yeah, just, I, I thought that was quite. Off. It's quite cool actually because it, it it does show the caliber of rider there. Yeah. To not just panic and just like not roll like sit up, roll out of it. I did feel sorry. <laughs> I did feel sorry for him, believe it or not, because it kind of started a chain of um, piranhas, and it's like racing is like as soon as you smell blood everyone pounces and it's like i hit him and he ran wide and the next minute someone else has lunged him and someone else and before you know it's, it's like oh where's Rebecca gone probably in a safer place actually like almost. But, um, no he did a good job to be fair he did a very good job because coming into any championship no matter who you are is never easy is it you know so um yeah to be fair to him he, he, he did do good i was having a, a long chat with dan linfoot earlier and you've raced against dan over the years you know he's a bloody good rider yes yeah couple of iffy seasons coming back now into stock thousand and into national super stock stock and now he's winning races he's got that same air of confidence that you have Mm. he's enjoying his racing he's moving forward with it but we were talking about bsb and when we were talking about um who would take the mccams ride and people throw in charlie nesbitt's name forward and storm stacy's name forward, they're not ready no they're great young riders But I think what a lot of fans maybe 
don't realise. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also yeah, there's also that side of it as well that they're contracted till the end of the season. But just how difficult running at the front of the British Superbike mm. Championship is because that experience. Yeah. The lads that are thirty plus. Yeah. Have been yeah. around. They know what they're doing. You can't just and walk straight into that. You know and the ex- weight of expectation for as well. Riding for one of them teams is um, as a young rider. There's your time. That's your your golden opportunity to to <clears throat> to shine. You know to to get to get everyone to go. Wow, bloody hell, this kid's fast. Unfortunately, a lot nine times out of ten, it does the opposite. You know they'll go out there. They'll go right. I've got to maximise this opportunity. Um, and then crash, smash the bike all to pieces, and then one weekend done, their name's kind of tarnished, and a lot of the top teams go, mm, no, no, we will we give that a miss. So you look exactly like you say, you've got to, it's got to be the time has got to be right. You know, confidence, um, ability, riding ability, you know, perhaps age. And <clears throat> I know there was a comment made, I think, um, previous uh, in the past. I can't remember who made it, but basically saying that. There's not enough younger up-and-coming riders that are able to, let's say, step into my place. If I if I turn around at the end of this year and go, right, I'm British Superbike champion. I that's what I wanted to do. Now I'm retiring. Done. Um, who who can replace me? Um, and I'm not saying it's me. I maybe maybe we we'll talk about someone else who can replace Jason O'Holloran, for example. And it's difficult for McCams, let's say Yamaha, to find that replacement that can do the same job what Jason can do to tick the boxes for sponsors. Cause we also all need to remember that this is a business. This is a corporate, you know, McCams Yamaha, let's say uh, paying to, for, to promote, you know, advertisement. So is beer monster is, is, our, you know, PBM's total sponsor. So um, we need to showcase them in the, the best possible at the very highest level. And it's, it's difficult to find the riders to be able to do that. And, and perhaps that's where Grand Prix is, great at the minute because of um unfortunately you probably got so many young talent coming up but not enough seats seats in 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 um in the suit in the so i was gonna say super bikes but that's one other thing again probably boring on the motorbike side of it but i wish i absolutely wish um and it, it never happened it fucking pisses me off actually but i wish world super bikes and british super bikes would uh, have a, a stronger collaboration because I would be pushing my team to for now to be doing two or three World Superbike wildcards every year, hundred percent. Like you know, because I love Imola, I watch Imola, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, I could do so well there. I race that exactly, and honestly, I can't describe to you how good it is. You've ever rode there, Ben? Nah, oh. it was off the calendar last year. Oh. Oh. What? I watch. I was the same as you, drooling oh. honestly, all over the couch. Unbelievable, unbelievable track. It's like the only way to describe it is a faster Alton Park on steroids, wide, wider, bit safer. Um, fuck, amazing. But I'd be saying to the team, like you know, please, can we do it? You know, but I'd probably push him to well. I'd have it almost in my contract to say, look, I'd do BSB, X amount of rounds, but also in the contract would be two rounds of World Superbikes. You'd do the British round because it's British round, and then I'd do Imola, basically. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, wherever I felt I could do the best, really. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I wish I wish that would happen. And it's something I've always said to Stuart Higgs. But honestly, it, obviously, where I'm with uh, PBM now, I, in, in my... Um, crew chief Paolo is from Ducati factory I can see what 
Bautista's spec is. I can see how it rides. All the usual. In the electronics on their bike. Yes. There's a waste of time me doing a, a wild card because honestly, if that's Ducati's electronic system, that's better than their Grand Prix system um, because Grand Prix is more controlled. Royal Superbikes is basically open. The, the technology is unbelievable. You can't compete against it. You physically can't compete against it. So yeah, there's no point in doing it. Wasting tyres, fuel, money, expense to, to do it. So yeah. Uh, we're getting on with the time a little bit, but I was just want to say, with the age thing, um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of concentration on young guys at the moment because of MotoGP, I think, personally. Yes. But I'm starting to see a little bit of a trend in superbikes where MotoGP, Moto2, Moto3 is pretty sewn up with the way they move their riders through there. There's yeah. young Grand Prix champions. Yeah. They're winning week in, week out. They're proper professionals. The guys that maybe just haven't quite cut it are getting thrown back into World Superbike. Yeah. So what you're seeing is you're seeing the the average age in World Superbike a little bit higher than maybe um, previous years. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But then you look at Superbike because it's all got a big it's got a big chain of, of events and opportunities. The best super British Superbike guys want to go to World Superbike, but there's no. Are you starting to see maybe the the average age in British Superbikes being? a lot higher too yeah, yeah and may, maybe even being the golden age of yeah. 34 yeah. to 40 yeah 100 yeah why it's not experience know how to win championships know how to be there every week yeah not crashing not you know getting injured yeah, yeah. no and it's 100 like you say it, there's almost like it's weird because it's like it's like a pyramid really um there's a, a, a ladder where you can build up to let's say grand prix but really for british riders it's quite difficult now nationality is a big thing and it's hard we can see with jake like you know phenomenal rider but look how hard he's had to work in sacrifice to be able to do that and it's worth it 100 percent. but sometimes it's right place right time right manager um you've got to take them boxes and if all if, if all the stars align then then brilliant but with that pyramid effect, let's say, is on the downside is the Grand Prix MotoGP riders, let's say rumours of Morbidelli, Giantonio, probably younger lab, but all these guys now potentially rumoured to go to World Superbike, which then go, right, um, Loris Baz rumoured and all these other riders are going, right, well, we're now going to British Superbikes. Um, so the pyramid goes up, but also it comes back down in the respects of there's such amazing racing at the bottom but both sides of this pyramid, do you know what I mean? I'm thinking mm. of it in my head and it's both sides of how the racing's still amazing and it only strengthens the championships. But where the shit part of it is, is, is the younger riders coming through stock 600, stock 1000 to then get into super bikes. That's where it's hard because for them guys, they're building in, in Britain to go step one, step two, right now I'm in super bike. But that Superbike team that they wanted to ride for is actually now going to sign Loris Baz, for example, who's on that pyramid coming down. Um, but he ticks more boxes. You know, there's an instant result, 100%. So then this lad who was building and building, how does he get to that point? You know, I don't really know. I don't know what the answer is in truth, but bar, bar a lucky break, you know, and that is where sometimes sponsorship um, unfortunately, nowadays is a big factor in it. You know, bringing money to the team is is a big factor with with racing now. Um, so yeah, it, there's like you say, you could go on for hours about it. In in genuinely, there's behind the scenes that that the viewers perhaps wouldn't know or see is there's so much more that goes into it. So when you see 
oh, they've signed X, Y, and Z riders. You think, why have they done that? Or da da da. But there's reason. You know, there's a lot of speculation of will Ducati keep Rinaldi? Um, I don't know for a fact, but from what I'm led to believe or understand previously, that uh, Michael Ruben Rinaldi is is very very favourable with Aruba. So if Aruba is your team's total sponsor. Will they be saying, well, look, you can have Bautista or have whoever you want, but we want Rinaldi. So the, the fans on the outside don't see that and don't know that. And um, when we're all going, we'll put him on the bike or put put me on the bike, for example. But then I can't bring a uh, half a million pound or half a million euro sponsor. So uh, only 450. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm 50 short. Do a GoFundMe page. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, that's a whole another conversation, isn't it? About yeah, the far out we could spend all night talking about like the likes of Bulliger stepping up onto the onto the V four yeah. and all that sort of stuff, which would be Glass quite cool. Ceilings. Glass ceilings. Glass ceilings. Yeah. That's what they are. Is you that what it is? Going, you think you're climbing? But well, then there's the glass um, yeah. ceiling. Oh yeah. Can't see can't see the ceiling, just hits you in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that bang face no. first. That's deep, isn't it? Did you want to um no, you, I, I, you brought your notes over like no, we're gonna no, wrap no, this no, shit this up? Is, no, 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 we're not wrapping anything, mate. No, no, we can't. All right, yeah. Right, yeah, I'm fine, yeah. Yeah. More I'm, importantly, I'm... Kirsty, you got the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's fuming because she's like, I'll be sitting here watching Netflix now. Oh, and she's what like, What would you be watching then? Well, we're starting a new series. Um... Lincoln Lawyer? That's brilliant. good. I, I've just started it. Just started yeah, Lincoln absolutely Lawyer. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, that sounds. Do you know any stuff? Don't I tell me like... anything about Lincoln Lawyer because yeah, I've done no, the first episode. I, was, I hate musicals. Like Stacy's like, let it snow. And, all that. and I'm like, oh, doesn't wow, sound wow. like you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Is that um that not? Is it Dwayne Johnson? Is he is he Matilda? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay, yeah. What about yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I have I, seen some. About I wish that. you didn't get us started on that now because yeah. we're we're fucked now for the next <laughs> oh, half hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everybody listening that knows Kirsty. She just said Tommy's like her. They don't yeah, shut exactly, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. I got something. Just um, you talk about Facebook Marketplace earlier on. Yeah. And I was talking to someone last weekend who knows your story about that. Who knows you quite well. Yeah, with all these farming implements and oh, things that me. you Those bought, apparently you have bought farming farming implements. You don't even know how to use yeah, them. Yeah. So that means you've heard about probably. Yeah, <laughs> I get on Facebook Marketplace and I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh look at that field sprayer that go on the back of my <laughs> tractor, lovely because I got Massey Ferguson fifty six ten. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah rude boy um honestly love it i drive it on the road because it's on red it's on red diesel so i drive it on the road as much as i can <laughs> yeah um but anyway yeah it's a hell of a bit of kit what does it do it's got a 40 40k box in it so i do 40 plus k 43 kilometers an hour flat out <laughs> i'm not joking you i'm in the bank i'm nearly hitting the cars everywhere um anyway so the clarkson in it oh yeah, yeah it is. Lane, it's so honestly exactly terrible. Lamborghini. But I um I bought this sprayer anyway. Fucking hell. Cut a long story short. Um, I sprayed the field. Hopefully, the parish council and my neighbours aren't listening to this because <laughs> they're because I'm admitting to to um spraying my field. Anyway, <laughs> I, they they can't prove what I sprayed it with. Sprayed the field. There might have been a 
little bit of drift with the wind i don't know um it, yeah exactly yeah this is a friend of mine actually <laughs> and um there was a little bit of scorch on some of the tree leaves okay. no damage caused no. no damage caused anyway next minute phone Killed goes about four <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no honestly no damage was but i don't was eat done. lamb so yeah exactly <laughs> no damage was done definitely 100 percent. i will just get that over there um because i know what the world's like but phone goes on the web to knock hill i can't was it npcc whoever i was just mr bride around i was like yeah speaking this is npcc uh we're ringing you uh from a, uh, a complaint about you killing all of the trees uh, in spin hill and i was like no it wasn't me <laughs> and they went uh do you have a bit of field and i was like mm, depends who's asking <laughs> anyway again going on long story they basically they were they were as good as gold. I explained to them what happened. They were like, "No, that's absolutely fine. You're not a business. I'm not a business. I'm not a farming business. Um, so I don't technically need or have to have the the spraying licenses because that's what they were trying to do me." But my neighbours dislike me quite a lot. Um, so instead of going, oh, "Okay, well, there's nothing we can do," phone goes. Is this Mr. Bridewell? I'm like, "Fucking hell, <laughs> who's asking?" <laughs> this is uh, PC da 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 da, and I was like. Fuck's sake. She said, the woman, she said, um, do you know why we're phoning? And I went, could be a number of things, love. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, she started giggling. I was like, oh, she's all right. She Anyway, so they had only then reported me to the bloody police. And I was like, fucking hell. I literally sprayed the foot. This is like just a daily thing. You, you speak to Larry Carter. This is like, I can remember, you probably remember when Ollie used to do his columns in Motorcycle Racer. And this is just, people forget what we are like. Um, I suppose nowadays it's a little bit more quieter because, again, the way the world is. But so the police rang me and I was like, look, I explained to him what happened. She was as good as gold. She said, look, I've got to give you a bit of a stern telling off. Please take these words on advice. Uh, take these words on in, in, in a bit of advice. And I was like, that's fine. I said, oh, shall I go around and um, apologize to who I know made the complaint? Because I thought if I can get her to a say... Um, oh yeah, I'd advise that. I know a fact that it was them that complained against me and I thought I got it black and white and now I just plant Lando trees at the end of their garden. <laughs> um, job done, problem solved. And Spray the <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Do you know, going back to it though, what, what made so me laugh... So you from a stern telling <laughs> Exactly, <off. laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Makes me worse. But going back to it, what really made me laugh is uh, the report was to the police that I sprayed the field but I've, ha- I've got a handheld lance and I was spraying um, the handheld lance over top of my head like a lunatic. And I said to the policewoman, I said, if you can tell me why I would spray myself in a pesticide weed killer, I said, then your guess is as fucking good as mine, basically. So anyway, yeah, that's just a daily a daily thing. It's just relentless. It is. What it, what the problem is, I sound an asshole and I, I know I keep going on because I want to fight my case. Um that we, there, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Before yeah. you go any further, you yeah. you are fucked. I tell you why. Because, <laughs> exactly, yeah. because this podcast yeah. is going to be on the internet, and they're going to use this for evidence. Evidence, yeah. <laughs> and then when you explained your why I can't make the last round no, and I'm in prison, no, it's because of you. No, two. when you explained your tractor, what it was, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to picture you with pesticide That's over your head, going, I'm fucking spraying, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I do it with champagne. But um I, I will I will say that um when we bought the plot, it was a barn with a maze field. So the neighbours have for fifteen years been used to that. No activity bar cutting the maze once a year or whatever, job done. 
and then I move in, get planned permission to build a house, build the house, get planned permission to build two sort of uh, agricultural barns, um, and then get planned permission to build some stables. So in, because the way I am, I'm so fast in 100 mile an hour that one of my neighbours has openly admitted that what upsets them is that they go to work one day, they come back and there's like fucking 10 stables built. There's a four-bed detached yeah, house. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Looking it straight in their bedroom window, yeah. No one's been consulted, no, no one's been there, nothing. Yeah, but where I was silly at the start, I was like, ah, don't worry about that. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Um, and yeah, that's the way I do it. Better for- to ask forgiveness than planning permission. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's easier to get, for all of you, it's easier to get retrospective planning than it is outright planning. 100% is. So, um, you know, you know, <laughs> I know the gesture, <laughs> and it's funny because I won't name him, but but um, the the uh, enforcement officer for, <laughs> for Wiltshire, I won't name him, but he is a big bike fan. So when he comes out and he's like, "Oh, son, you just can't do this," and I'm like, "Sorry, mate, but I have," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, fuck! How can I explain this?" He said, "You can't. You've got a. I've just built a mini bike track," and he's like, "You just can't do that," and I'm like too late mate it's built you know but he always comments like if i have a good weekend race and he's on facebook stacy is saying he's like always commenting going oh amazing weekend tom good job and i if my neighbors that mini bike track. yeah exactly yeah if my neighbors knew they'd be like see uh, you know conflict of interest or something wouldn't it but um yeah do you have do you have um a lot of feeling for jeremy clarkson do you, when, you, when you watch when you watch oh, that program, you, you're almost living it and breathing it yourself yes, that's mad, yeah that's yeah a lot of similarity. he's you know what he's like. Obviously, he's a big A-list celebrity, I guess. In 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 he's uh, uh, it, what is good that he done with obviously the the Clarkson's farm is it does it does show um just show that farm is hard. You know, farm is not that viable. But and this all the farmers are probably hate me saying this. There is loopholes. You know, I um I've got a twelve acre field. Biggest yeah. loophole. Yeah, I'm exactly. non for profit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not running a business. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> and I've only got 12 acres. So I've got a land agent. So then my land agent basically says to me, because I would advise to get a land agent because they know the loopholes of all. He's like, rings me and says, Oh, Tom, um, do you want a £25,000 or whatever it was grant to plant a hedge around your, uh, your field? And I was like, well, Sounds all right to me. Yeah. Well, how much is a hedge going to cost? Six grand. And I'm like, So you're 19 grand technically but obviously then you've got to pay someone to plant it but i can plant it myself so if i want to do the work i haven't put the hedge up um because i ain't got time but if i if you want to that's where these little loopholes are hence why farmers have set aside or have x amount grazing and so on and so on but yes yeah, um when you see the way clarkson carries on as mad yeah, I just don't... did you make 13 grand by planting a hedge no 19 isn't it 19 25 grand less grand. the six Less of six. Oh, 25. Bloody hell, mass wasn't your strong point, was it? <laughs> I'm getting it. Babe, get on yeah. fucking trip. Let's get us exactly, a farm. Yeah. We're getting a farm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's probably... It's not a business. Yeah. You can make money from planting hedges. Yeah. But it, and that's where it is. It's odd. It's like um, the the sprayer I bought off Facebook Marketplace. Uh, I went there, picked that up. Lovely, lovely old um, bloke he was in, in, in his wife. And it had a spectacular house right up over top of Bath. It was unbelievable. And I was like, Fuck. so how do you manage to get planning permission here? And he went, um, goats and alpacas. And I was like, really? Anyway, so she was a councillor. So she used to work for the council. And she said, oh, yeah. She said, alpacas need 
that much attention, you have to be on hand 24-7. So they have to give you some form of um, like living, whether it be static caravan. Once a static caravan's there for so long, you can then put in plan permission for a house and so on. Anyway, so many, so many things. So anyone that's trying to get planning, there is um, there is loopholes with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was Whip that told me about you. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mouth almighty, Whip. Get me right in this shit. You, you'd sold, you sold him a, a fairly decent horse box, I think, he was telling me last week. No, I got a, I got his daughter a horse, didn't oh, I? It was the horse, not That's, the horse yeah. box. It was Ruby the horse, that was yeah, it. Yeah, so Shaky came up to me and said, oh, can you do me a favour? Um, Whip's daughter, who works for Eurosport, had a deal with the director of Eurosport that if they can get me back on before the show before the, the show ends or whatever, it snap, he'll buy her a horse. <laughs> So I was like, oh, okay, fine, yeah, no worries. So I go up, do it, do do my bit in that as that. And um, I said to her, I said, you, you do know this horse is probably going to have fucking three legs or something. So probably going to cost you more in vet bills than it will be to have a free horse. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, all fun and games. The joys it? of what goes on behind the scenes. Right, we, we gonna, we're starting a new little um, section in this podcast. We started it with Linfall earlier on. You didn't run it by me. No, no, no. You're part of this, mate. You're going to enjoy <laughs> no. this. Ooh. We have a random number generator. Yeah. We have a list of questions. That can be fixed as well. It, no, it can't. It's a <laughs> random no. generator. General, general, I know. Show you that. Can't, can it? Because I watch all can't these. Can't be fixed. I watch these auctions and I'm like, no. oh, come on. Can't you just fix me to win this? We, one we, we, we can't fix this at all. Oh. So we have 1 to 23. 1 to 23. On look, the random generator. Says, look, and the first one is 15. 15. Okay, so we'll go with... Uh, ah, okay. We'll go for you first, and then yeah. I'll throw it to you so you get a bit of time to think about it. What's the best... Loads, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, I thought you said complaint. Compliment. No, compliment. Oh, yeah, complaint. Uh, Fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. I think we've covered a few compliment. of them. Compliment. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's not a great question, because to be honest, it's like... It's hard, isn't it, really? Compliment. Yeah, yeah there's not really that. People, you're well done, let's say. But no, you don't nowadays. Are, women don't come up saying, can you sign me tit anymore? Like, you know, where That's a shame. in the olden days, it almost seemed to be when you was younger. Yeah, when you was younger. Yeah. Get me a pen quick. <laughs> no, One get, in the bag. <laughs> you'd almost think like that was like the this rock star Barry Sheen kind of era. Um, but no, unfortunately, it doesn't happen. Oh, what about you? I don't know. Um, signed a few tits in your time <laughs> <laughs> yeah only a couple um, yeah. more babies heads now isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that, I don't know I think one of my mates once said to me after about 10 beers in Benidorm said fuck you're sexy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only in Benidorm so yeah <laughs> so I must yeah. be pretty sexy yeah. <laughs> what do you got two number two what's the best advice you were given but didn't take Oh, yeah, okay. I, I can go straight to this one, really, because it still rings in my head a little bit. Um, the best advice I was given was don't do a lot of things all right. Do one thing really fucking good and concentrate on that before you... Don't try and do everything, basically, overnight. Do one thing, do it well, then look to expand. So just sort of like because of like business and racing racing is not going to be the only form of income so you start start to concentrate on trying to make businesses and make a dollar you start to not focus on your racing your racing goes downhill da, 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 mm. and that's kind of it's like a double-edged sword a little bit so yeah that's that's probably the best advice i've had 
Like yeah, it. yeah. It's probably similar to be fair. But I, it, back in 2020, I um, with COVID and everything, y- y- the racing was so delayed um, because we didn't know if we was going racing or we didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, cut long story short, we, me and my wife bought a rent um, a renovation property, um, and it just overtook like because I was doing everything myself, and it just overpowered life, overpowered life, and and it, and it impacted my racing in 2020. It made me realize that. You know, to do, you just need to really focus. Ben and agree will agree that um, I quite often take a step back now and look at the younger generation and think, Fuck, I feel like I could help so many people, so many people, even in my category, going back, like you say, Charlie Nesbitt, whoever, I feel like there's so many things I could say to them to just help them, you know, Um the problem is, is you say one thing next minute they're beating you. Like, fuck, should have said that. Yeah, so Keep your powder dry. On wait, that one. just wait a few more years. <laughs> I think it's a bit. I've a bit off topic, but I think sorry, you, you kind of got to learn for yourself a lot of the time in this world. Yeah, the, the advice goes in. You don't implement it straight away until it slaps you clean in the face, okay. and you go. Oh, fuck I can remember hell. when they said that. Yeah, That's yeah. right, and then you'll not make that mistake again. No. So, you you learn in the process that you're learning. I think. Yeah with the people that you've got around you and the, what you, you know, the tools that you've got in front of you. So man, I think it's, everyone learns at their own pace. Yeah. That's deep. I like that. Yeah. We're doing some good shit tonight. This is good. This is the number 14 on this one because we've got two sections to it. No, we don't beat it. No, that's good. Never. No, we're not doing any of that. Beep, beep, beep. Three dinner party guests, alive uh, or dead. Who are you going to invite? Oh, um, alive or dead. Well, they'd, they'd be alive. Um, well, yeah, they're not much fun. But if you could bring, if if you could, anybody yeah. through history, whatever, it's hard because sometimes, weirdly, you ask that question. I've actually thought of it previously, and you, this every time you come up with a different answer because you're like, well, actually, if we were here, you could. Da, da, da. I think Marquez would be good fun. It, almost trying to keep it a little bit on a part of a bike note. I think Marquez would be good fun, but I think Top Rack would be good fun as well. And um, probably the three of us would be fatal in truth, but. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big A-lister celebrity, so when you, th- I, I, all I want to do is have fun. Um, so then, could you go for them some big A-lister celebrity, some sexy bird or whatever? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. But <laughs> would it be fun? Probably not. Like you know, conversation would be dry, wouldn't it? Like, where, did you see um, the F1 guy? <laughs> Who, um, what's his name? Do you know what I mean? Who does a com- the grid walking? Oh, Martin Brundle. Martin Brundle. And he went up to that that woman. Um, is it? Yeah. Delving, yeah. yeah. And, and she, and he, he said something about, oh, I'm sure the conversation would have been uh, interesting anyway. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking brilliant. And I think that was, that Martin was Brundle. That's, that's who you'd yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that would kind of be one of them. You'd want people there that has the same interest because like I said previously, I'm so full on with motorbikes. If I then said, oh, I want some super duper singer, um, then be a bit boring you got really. nothing in common yeah yeah like Barry Sheen and Liam Gallagher yeah so well yeah like, yeah, yeah perhaps yeah yeah so yeah I, I was gonna say two others and I thought fucking hell I can't say that no I can't no I can't Jimmy Savile or something I knew it I knew it you can't say that dirty bastard yeah but you just want to know what makes him tick oh fuck he was my third guy yeah now i really don't want to know no no might have to beep that section fucking hell yeah is it that yeah i suppose it is that bad um my first one would be no exactly my my first one would be elon musk just i'd love to just 
dude fascinates me. Um, second guy, I don't know. I didn't get past Elon Musk to be honest, but I, I would like. I would like to go like Marquez and that. But I feel. Do you know what? I'm opposite to you. I, I don't want to sit down and and talk to motorbike riders because it's it's what we do. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not that interested as like what you know. They I, obviously they've got things to talk about that would be awesome, but. I want to ask like Elon Musk about rockets and what what he's building on Mars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I don't know, maybe Jeremy Clarkson because I'd love I love his series and I'd yeah. like to talk to him about his farming and do you actually farm or do you just make a TV show? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? things like that. The third one would probably be who who what? Oh, Miley Cyrus, just because of, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll get half an hour to try and convince her to marry me or join our thruple. I said, I said to Kirsty, if Miley Cyrus walked into our life now and she was happy to be in a thruple, would you be okay with that? And and then before she answered, I said, you'd have, somewhere. you'd have to be okay with it, otherwise you're out the door. Yeah, you know exactly, I mean? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so there's one like, answer to this, love. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a new word for me tonight. What, thruple? Yeah. I tell you, who's sexy is that Nicole Schurzwinger, ain't she? <laughs> yeah, she's pretty, really, really pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Hamilton, Hamilton was dating her. Yeah. yeah, he's been there. Would you get? Gen, gen, she's really favourite. And who's that other? Um, who's that other girl? Who's, uh, is it? I feel like Rihanna's pretty as well. Rihanna's alright. Yeah, yeah. Swinger, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Don't know who that what about is. Jen, uh, Jennifer Anderson. I saw a right. photo of her. I think it was photoshopped, <laughs> but she had this white top on and a wreck nipples. We've and lost like, all our female view- listeners. Yeah, right? I'm sorry about that. That is so. We were um, just starting to build about like three percent. You two chauvinistic pigs. <laughs> yeah, but Rooster to leave. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, no. Yeah. We we yeah. do appreciate beautiful women on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're, we, we're all married. Yeah, happily. Yeah, yeah. We might as well get we it done. Well oh, 10. Number oh, 10. Oh, no, Number 10. Okay. Should we make this the last one? It's half, nearly half eight, 20 yeah, past yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the last thing you did for the first time? The last thing I did for the first time. Fuck you now, yeah. You need that. Ooh, that's, that's brilliant. Um,. Do you know what? You're gonna to have to ask <laughs> ask these questions to her. Can you think of yours? Um, the last thing I did for the first time was I did. Uh, this isn't a, a plug, but it can be a plug um, because it was actually an amazing, amazing event. Is uh, Palmer John? Obviously, MSVR Jonathan Palmer has uh, what they call Palmer Sport, um, and I was invited with the team to go and do this uh, Hager event. And honest to God, motorbikes excites me and cars not so much. But the Palmer Sport Day, you get to drive cars as fast as you can with no care in the world. If you smash a car up, if you blow it up, if you do whatever, um, that was a brilliant day. Like, yeah, Bedford Autodrome. Like you're driving M4s so fast that it's like, fucking how? How can they allow you to do this you, you do these experience days and it's like well, turn we've power. rumbled so many people on this podcast yeah. man. No. that's now being shut down as we speak yeah exactly <laughs> it's an MSV place. yeah no it's msvr it's oh, amazing yeah. honestly all oh, right there you go it's so good i would never normally say it on these car days because i've never done any any else but um 
fuck brilliant really good fun and uh, in a hell of a kick oh yeah i ended up in the gravel obviously <laughs> in one of the single seater like the f3 cars they were like go on faster faster because you have the earpiece in and i was like fucking i'm gonna bend the thing in half i'm trying to hit this fifth gear corner that fast i was like it's impossible and then went in the gravel so yeah oh, um I, I know mine she yeah yeah, yeah is uh, i had a nice english tea breakfast tea if you never had an english what? tea no. before what no. was it pg tips yorkshire tea or yorkshire <laughs> beautiful yorkshire tea yeah so Do you have any sugar with it miss- no nah, just just a little bit of splash of milk in there wait was it oh yeah almond milk almond. Oh. oh oat milk oh, oat milk. yeah no i don't have milk do i so. oh, but it was all right it wasn't was, i'm a coffee guy so that that's kind of why yeah that's what like i had the tea i was like fuck tea did wow. you like it or not to be honest with you i wanted a hot like a I was sitting in on the lounge room at like nine o'clock. Like thinking, latching onto the tip, bitty. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> no, yeah. I was actually clucking bitty, bitty. for a hot drink. I was like, I just want to sit here now and have a coffee, but I can't have a coffee at nine o'clock. She's like, have a tea. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I Trouble hate is, you drinking out one of them babies and... Sippy cup tea. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, I was going to say something. It's completely gone because it doesn't matter now. What's the uh, the, the next one? Have you done it? No. Uh, number seven. What's the one thing you can't live without? Ooh. I'd be boring in saying motorbikes, um, but I would struggle. I would struggle. Um, and then the the correct thing is to say, obviously, my wife. Um, but, but them two aside, <laughs> um, if, if you take all the factors of, water or food or da 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 what what i struggle to live without um i would struggle to live without probably just freedom in some degree i know it sounds mad i'd hate to have to go to prison um because i'm i i love being on my own like genuinely love being on my own um Whereas I, like Stacey say to me quite often, like she, I, she says like, what I love about you is you so, you can be so independent. If I wanted to go on holiday on my own, it wouldn't worry me. I like my own company. Um, I love obviously spending time with, with Stacey and with my family and all that. But yeah, freedom of just being free, like a bird, you know. Yeah. Do you know what? He's, yeah, he's nailed it. Apart from like your, your essentials, water, food, yeah. for the... For the sake of the show, um, yeah, I would say for me probably actually I would say my phone because I'm I'm over here. That's my, my I can ring my mum and dad any time of the day. FaceTime audio, you know. I remember when mum moved to Australia all them years because my mum's German um, and I was born in Germany. Um, so I'm over, uh, that's how I got here quite easily with a European passport. Um, yeah, and I remember her going to the old payphone, putting money in the uh, payphone, yeah. ringing her mum. You know she. All the way on the other side. It's a big thing, like that, that many years ago. Uh, we're talking what, probably thirty years ago, um, and then running out of fucking coins. <laughs> Bosh, that's it. And then another week. I think she could only do it once a week or something. The way she, where she walked to, or whatever it was. And uh, I'm thinking, fucking hell. Can you talk German then or not? Yeah, I can talk a fair bit. Really? I can understand yeah. more than I can speak. Talk, yeah, yeah. I need a, like a bit of time over there to get going again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not too far. Schreisenhausen. <laughs> is that German or not? Yeah. I don't even know what it is. It's shit house. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> sort <laughs> of start using that air. more often then. <laughs> oh, yeah, Schreisenhausen. Fits hand in air with this Almost podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you girt shit house. Get out of the way. <laughs> nah, it's been... It, 
to be honest with you, I'll, it's been mega chatting to yeah. you. I do appreciate it. Um, no, do you mind? Question. Last last question. Dave just will not let this fucking... No, no, no. What's the last question we asked? Because this is Tom's first time. Oh, okay. Okay. So first, um, shag one, kill one. No, <laughs> wrong, a... <laughs> wrong question. Wrong question. Sorry. That's next time. That's next question. Sorry. That's after the, the podcast. last question we always ever do. Yeah. Um, what's your best hire car story? My what? Your best hire car story. Oh, um, trouble is it normally ends up on my credit card. So I'm like fucking in the middle of the road. <laughs> um, but I can remember uh, when we were out in Spain and it, I wasn't in the car, but my brother was in the car with um, when we were with Vivaldi back when well, naturally best it was back then. Um, and I've never quite understood the, the destroying of a hire car. But anyway, I can remember Ollie telling me that they were, he wasn't driving um one of the mechanics was and he went down the motorway in fifth gear um and just rammed it into reverse disintegrated the gearbox and and obviously fucked the engine and then the stupid thing is is they were then stranded on the side of the road for fucking two hours waiting to get picked up um the only other one was me, Hutchie, and Brooksy were it when we rode for Yamaha were going along and Brooksy's like, Oh, let's do a handbrake and I'm like, We're on hundred and twenty I don't know what not even wouldn't be miles an hour. Like it was it was fucking batting on. And the next minute he yanks the handbrake up and I'm like Aah! in the middle of the motor and I'm like, You fucking idiot And the dozy twat, the fucking worst thing about it was for the next five days every trip we'd done was because <laughs> it just flat spotted the tires like, you know and i was like this is your fault you dick there's this weird aura about motorcycle riders when they go to spain they think they're invincible yes in like, a car in, in a car yeah it's like rules don't apply we can yeah. speed we can do whatever we want it don't matter because there's no repercussions yeah let's fuck this car as well <laughs> yeah. just just to top it off yeah on the way back you know what no. i mean like I've never understood it myself. Oh, no. I've never... I, I do the odd wheel spin or whatever, but I can't say... I can remember watching Plater um, coming out of Cartagena when I was in 125 days in this car. Oh, my God. Was wheel spinning for miles. For miles. And I'm thinking, fuck. But it was it was probably a bit more normal back then, wasn't it? So nowadays, you, you seem to... When you go and get your hire car, it's like, do you want the full insurance? No, you're all right. Are you sure? <laughs> I fucking go on then. Yeah. <laughs> Has it got a scratch? No, I go on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. This this has been fantastic, Tommy. Thank you so yeah. much. No, my really pleasure. Thanks for time. thanks for the invite, thank guys. You. And thank you, Ben no, and Kirsty and Jennifer at the back as well. It's been a fantastic chat. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Best of luck for the week. And good luck for this weekend. What's your what what are we saying prediction wise? Quickly. Prediction wise, quickly. Um, I want to win all three races. All three, baby. I want. I, I want. I, Six on the trot. Oh yeah, man! Fucking playing in permission, my ass. We'll build yeah. a. We'll yeah. build a fucking skyscraper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in. Yeah. Sweet up. Break out the red panties. We're celebrating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hang on, you said something about red underwear earlier as well. Is oh, this I'm, oh yes, now, I'm, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. I'm Surely not leaving this motor home. <laughs> no, cheers, guys. Well, that ranks up there with my all-time favourite shows. We could have gone on so much longer, but we get to do it later in the year. We hope you enjoyed that one. We cut nothing out and make no apologies for the language. He is who he is, and that's important. Thanks to Ben for organising that one, and thank you so much to Tommy for just being himself. 
As always, hit the follow button on whichever platform you're listening on. And if you like what we do, then a review would be really helpful. Like, share, or just listen, because we really appreciate what you do for us. And even if it's just listening, thank you so much. We'll be back on Thursday with a rejuvenated race-winning championship leading Dan Linfoot. If you haven't already, watch or listen to episode 121 first as it'll help you really appreciate just how much enjoying racing can help a rider both professionally and at home. It's a truly fascinating comparison. So until then, as always, thank you so much for listening and look after yourselves. Bye-bye. This has been an Off-Track Podcast production in association with Graft Ventures.